This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more cake. Even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. Welcome, welcome to episode six. Season six, two six, six, six. of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Key and MTG. We are back. It is almost time for the NBA season. Boom. We're all wearing ice blue minks in preparation. <laughs> we are podcast. <laughs> That's right. What a statement. Welcome, yeah. welcome to the show. Trust the podcast. To start this out live. So this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire season. We are doing our annual prediction episode. Predictions. So we're gonna go through we're gonna go through all of our rankings for the East and West. We're gonna go into who wins the conferences, who wins the championship, all of the awards, and I believe we have some hot take awards coming in, and maybe some obscure awards. We're gonna try and bet on. Yeah, no, we're gonna bet on all of these. There's gonna be money on the line. We haven't determined how much yet, but at this point, if you you know are egregiously wrong, um, you're gonna hear about <laughs> it. You're gonna know. I'm like not gonna be able to live it down. You're, you're gonna, gonna be hear sleeping about it, in it. And it's gonna be in the show notes. That's right. Every single show. <laughs> you, remember, you remember back in like the '90s when you were like getting the Slam magazine and the you know whatever Scry magazine. That's not a that's not a, that's not a basketball magazine. <laughs> no, it's not. It's well, but then you would not. do the study up on the teams, getting your, your facts right. That's right. I see that happening right here, Hondo, my man. My main I got, man. I got SI coming. Oh man, you're in, you're out here just just uh, I, doing I have your research. One, I have one magazine. I have no other books or anything uh, in my house. No, I, I have SI. I don't know why. Oh, that's, I mean that minimalist. Culture. That's a bar. You know your priorities. <laughs> Sports Illustrated. It's fine. Studied up. Let's let's go. Yeah. Boom. All right. So we're gonna start out. I think we should start out in the East. We're gonna go in reverse order. So yeah. give your first four picks, starting from eight. Going up, going to five, and then, then we'll do a round table after we get through the first four. All right, who's gonna kick it off? Me. I'll kick yeah, it off. Fine. You, you can kick it off. Right here, I've got at number eight in the East, Detroit, mm. Motor City. Seven, Charlotte. Six, Miami. And five, Milwaukee. Ooh, ooh, Gio, you got? Ooh, I got some spiciness coming. These picks, five through eight. In reverse order, eight through five. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. My eight to five. Great start. We're going number eight, Brooklyn. <sighs> what, what in the hell? <laughs> number seven, Keep going. Miami. Number six, Detroit. Number five, Milwaukee. Wow. 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 All right. Bombshell early on. Whoa. Okay. Go I'm for it. I'm going to go. I'm going 76ers at eight. The Pistons at seven. The Hornets at six. And the Bucks at five. Wow! Okay. So yeah. universally, yeah. Bucks are at five. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the consensus. Bucks are the five. I think they are the lowest like lock team in the East. I think the top half of the East is pretty yeah, secured. You can absolutely. juggle around the order, but Milwaukee's the five spot. And so I think, did you have Miami in yours? I do not have Miami. So I'm the only one who had Miami. No, I had Miami. You well. had Miami. He had Miami. Okay, we both had Charlotte. Yeah, I did not have Charlotte. You didn't have Charlotte. Did we all have Detroit? We all had Detroit. Yes. Okay, so we have all the Detroit. And so then... I had Brooklyn. You had Brooklyn and you had Philly. Yep. And yeah. you had what? No, all my my bottom four like are all pretty much consensus. Oh, like we all had those, we but you guys it. had one not in there. So you guys, you had yeah. Brooklyn, you had Philly, and I just had you know had what we all had. Yeah, I tried to take Detroit out. I tried okay. to take Milwaukee up a notch, like yeah. put them in the top three. Wow, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> no, I, did I, was like about, yeah, I was thinking about that too. No, you definitely and, couldn't. Um, I thought maybe Philly could make it. I was gonna say let's 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 get down to like. You had Philly. You had Brooklyn. Yeah. Explain your damn selves <laughs> yeah, now. No. Mozgov, that's why. <laughs> I don't have a ton of faith in this. I don't have a ton of faith. Don't laugh. Floyd Money Mozgov? Floyd Money <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a ton of faith in this, but sure. for the state of basketball, like yeah. I would love for the 76ers to make it. The season would be so much fun if Philadelphia was in there. Now, and and now, I, don't know, I don't know the impact of J.J. Redick on this team. He I don't looks th- so good right I don't now. think it's going to... I don't necessarily know if they have enough, but what is enough for that right. eight seed? True. They're it's so true. young, and we're basing them replicating nothing. Like, nothing's ever been done with three rookies, essentially, getting a team into the playoffs. Maybe Oklahoma City. Yeah. I have Brooklyn because it seems like D'Lo, what's his name? D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell. Um, just has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and more than ice in his veins and, you know, numeral digits on his shoulder. So you're just, um, but so I'm you're also just, thinking. Okay. I'm also thinking Alan Crabb is better than advertised, and I think he's going to be a big punch off of any mm-hmm. bench or mm-hmm. starting lineup. And I think you know Ron Hales, Jefferson's not bad. Mm-hmm. I think Mozgov has he has something in the tank. He's not a you know like an all like top but fifteen. You think Jeremy Lin is going to bring them to the playoffs? And I also think Jeremy Lin is going to be sheer firepower. I no. think no. not like sheer not like firepower. Golden, like sheer firepower. I, has anybody for a ever said that seed. about Jeremy Lin in his entire life? I mean, the two weeks obviously lend sanity. That's like, still, I'm still talking about the sheer two weeks. firepower. When I'm still only talking about when those he gets two weeks. his like really sharp haircut. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just you know, as far as Alan Crabb goes, so New Jersey wanted to sign him when he was a free agent, right? He's restricted, and Portland matched, and yeah. then the next season they said. We're just going to give you away, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Our bad. We're, we're going to eat. We're going to eat that and send you away. So yeah. I don't really. He he doesn't really do anything for yeah. me. But um, I'm, not, I'm not done though. We also have Demari Carroll. Oh, you're not done. Yeah, you're right. The corpse and of Demari Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, that didn't help. No, it really like, didn't. <laughs> Damn. It. Hey, like, does anyone remember his tenure in Toronto? It was no, Toronto. no, no. no it, it was long really lived, did. and he didn't do anything. It was like a season, I think. It was no, he was no, like no, injured no, for no. half of it, and then he played for the other. It half. was way more than a season. But he was his tenure was in Atlanta. Before he came. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the last time he was any good was a whole team Three ago. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, okay. I don't know. You know, like that, these are kind of like look, the rejects. You know that was that was a hot take. You know, I don't think anyone so, so in Brooklyn wh- do that. Wh- I admire. What, like, what seed did you have him? Eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's it's a fight. It's it'll be interesting to fight for eight. I have I do not think that at all. I'm and willing I, to hard bet you on that. Yeah. You know, like that's I could fair. have picked Charlotte, right, but I don't right. know if I really trust Kemba and Dwight as a duo. I trust Malik Monk more than all of that, actually. And Frank Kaminsky and Dwight, like, there's going to be something. Dwight Howard, Howard has always had bad blood with, you know, organizations and well, stuff like that. Well, to your point, you're taking Moskov over Dwight Howard? Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I don't Moskov. know, man. I'm taking the... 
this is cool, man. This, you know, this is this is your take. This is this Guy's world. You know, what I'm saying we're just living you're in just it. Living and uh, <laughs> no, I'm swim, with it. Swim, swim. You know, we're spending a lot of time on, on that. But you know what? We're all yeah. going to see. The proof is going to be in the pudding. Yeah. Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is. And then why? Uh, did you have any surprise picks? No, you had everything. It was consensus. No, no. I mean, everybody story. else had at least one of my things on there. So Detroit at number eight, I didn't feel good about that. But as for everybody else at the bottom, I don't mm-hmm. trust anybody more than that. I think Philadelphia is who I would like to put in there. Yeah. But there's, it'd be an unprecedented leap. And yeah. so you, you guys know about me, and I'm just, you know, an NBA uh, traditionalist, as it were, <laughs> and, um, you know, institutionalist, as it were. Mm-hmm. Fair. And so Detroit, Fair. I got to give that. Charlotte, I think they'll be just good enough. Like, yep. nobody, uh, let's be clear, nobody in the bottom of the East is good. We're not We're, pretending that any no, of these teams no, are No, these, are, these are not good teams. I feel like Miami is the only lock. Other, I mean, we all said Milwaukee at five, but of, I, from I six did, to eight, I think Miami's the only lock. I think so. Getting in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they improved I, I, slightly, but they were such a good team in the second half of the season. I mean, and they're they all, only built yeah, off and that. they have Spolstra. They're all about consistency. Like, how, how but they it? made the playoffs last season. They did not. Do, well, no. They made a run at the playoffs due to kind of an unprecedented winning streak. So. And an unprecedented losing streak. Yeah. So if you could say it balances out, it's going to be even, <laughs> and they're going to be slightly <laughs> so better than they great. were last year. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> By the way, 41 Fair. games... Coming into this playoffs is definitely we know this is going to get you in the playoffs in the East, right? Forty one, so they could yeah. not get any better and still make still the playoffs. Make and did they get better with Kelly Olynyk? Hmm. Also, Batum is out. We are talking too much on this, but Batum is out for Charlotte for Charlotte for indefinite, and true. that's why I actually had them out. Like, how well, could they really build momentum? No, I believe that, but I'll still take Kemba and yeah. Dwight over Mozgov. And D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> any day of the week, in a two-on-two two tournament, in a two-on-five tournament, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All good. So, um, so starting at four, going up to one. All right. I've got Washington at four, Toronto at three, Cleveland at two, and Boston at one. Yeah, I have Toronto at four, Washington at three, Cleveland at two, Boston at one. Boom, boom, boom. I am replicating Guy's picks. Toronto at four, Wizards at three, Cavs at two. Boston at one. So Interesting. This is so this is great. So we basically just had three four flipped, and then we all agree on one, one two. two spots. So yeah, three four. So you guys think Washington over the course of an entire regular season will be more consistent than Toronto over the course of the entire regular season? Is what you're telling me? I think so. Like they're going to probably compete for like the last up until the last two games or something for the third and fourth spot. I feel. Yeah. I feel like Toronto I, is the institution in the East. That you know, same as not not the same, but they're they're you know two layers lighter in terms of San Antonio and the East, right? They play great during the regular season. They yeah. make their big runs. Yeah, they, they super gel and consistent. And in the playoffs, they don't show up. That's when they don't show up, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, that will be enough to carry them versus Washington. They don't have uh, uh, Bogdanovich this season, right? right. Their bench yeah. is a little thin. I just don't see like over the course of regular season injuries, little nicks. You know, can can Bradley Bill stay healthy for another season? You know, whole season, right? So yeah. my thing is like if they face any in- injuries at all. They get thin really quick. Really quick. So that's, that's why I still have them at four. It's not because I think in the, if they played in the playoffs, but, I think Washington would win, mm-hmm. but this is not the playoffs. This is a but, what, but what do you think the difference is, to Guy's point, at, you know, towards the end of the season? I think these teams are close. I mean, yeah. they, this, I just this, think this ranking doesn't kind of account for, I think this could be a very, very close yeah. seat, yeah, seated system. So. Yeah, his, com- uh, his commentary is making me double guess my thing, but I think I'm I, double downing on my like trashing on. You know the to Raptors in our preseason picks. So <laughs> I'm I'm thinking you know CJ Miles does he move the needle enough? It's I'm not, not about sure. CJ Miles, but who's the equivalent CJ Miles on Washington? You can't even uh, name who CJ Miles would be on Aubrey Washington. Jr. No, he's he's <laughs> six man. Who's the six man for Toronto coming off the bench? Ooh, Norman Powell. I but mean, that's probably about it. Well, okay, so so you have saying Norman Powell versus Ubre. Ubre is not moving in the starting lineup at all. 
Um, no. Okay. They got Otto All Porter right. in there. Alright. I would take Otto Porter. Yeah, no. Over CJ Miles. Wait, wait. CJ Miles is the equivalent. I would take Otto Porter over CJ Miles. But why are we comparing those two players? Because they're the equivalents. That's like, why. That's why I asked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's their. Yeah, they're, they're the. Equivalents. So I would say, wouldn't Otto Porter be more against like Ibaka? Wouldn't you say that those are the comparable? Um, went. Um, are we talking about four spot here? Morris is uh, comparable to Ibaka. Okay. So their starting lineup is Beal and Wall. Yeah. And um, Toronto's is DeRozan and. Lowry and I let's just yeah. say that's a wash. Yeah. Let's just so, say that's a wash. Well, and that's thing I don't mm-hmm. think that's a wash because Beal hasn't proven that over his career he can stay in the lineup. Shoot. He's never proven that, right? <laughs> so yes, you're taking Jaw Wall over Kyle Lowry, but in the regular season, or again, regular season, we know the two brothers up in Toronto are going to show up and ball. We don't know that the duo in Washington can stay healthy the whole season. So to me, that's that's my thing. So you're right. How about this? Naming off the players for Washington and Toronto is a good. Uh, a good exercise in the it fact is. that neither of these teams are as deep as we think they are. They are. They're, they're, they're not as so deep. So to they, me, if but they have enough depth to be in this quadrant in for the sure, East. no, one hundred percent. And that's my thing is that so then maybe the is the X factor coaching is the X factor. You know, like what is what is are we taking Scott Brooks versus Dwayne Casey versus their tenure in both places? Are we talking about the city? Are we talking about like <laughs> are talking home court advantage? Like what is the like what are we talking as? What, what's the differentiating factor? So for you guys for Washington, what is the one X factor? Go. Um, that puts them above Toronto. Consistency. They've had it for, and they've added recently Serge Ibaka. So now they have a full season with Ibaka, but they've had Wall, Beal, Gortat, yeah. Otto Porter, and uh, Morris for th- two seasons now. Yeah. So that's more consistency than Toronto, I think. You think I, so? You think that's more That's more my one reason. That's my one reason. Okay. I see, and that's the thing. I made the argument that Toronto actually has more consistency than Washington. So we don't. We just don't see that the same yeah, way. I know. What is your expector that you think Washington is over Toronto in the regular season? I think John Wall. I think I think you have a centralized leader in John Wall okay. le- leading that team. I think there's a number of factors in Toronto. I don't disagree with the consistency in Toronto, but I think I think Wall, if he if he decides to take that team, I think he can lead them to the three se- the three seed. So hmm. I think it's fair. like you said, I said I think it's going to be close. I you know. It's just that's that's the question, right? Is now here's the thing. It's kind so of an interesting question. If you're Washington and Toronto, would you rather be three or four yeah. in the situation? If you think four. Boston's one, you want to be in the four spot, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So that's that's the whole thing. Maybe we're actually reverse incentivizing these teams right now. So I think Toronto's you know a better team, but which the team which team has the balls to yeah. slack off a couple games at the end of the season and get in that four spot? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Enough. And so then we both just think uh, Boston is going to be above Cleveland. I think, I think they're going to have so much more um, pressure to overperform. I think Hayward is in a new spot, and Irving is in a new spot, and they're going to just go ham. I think LeBron's going to coast. Wade's going to coast. Um, Rose is going to be the overachiever, I feel, on that team. And, well, Love and Jay Crowder don't move the needle for me in terms of getting wins, right? So huh. I just think, personally, yeah. they're going to coast. They don't need to be anything other than a top-four seed. I think and, that's fair. And I just think their second best is better than Toronto and Washington. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think it would take an injury on Cleveland's side to dip lower than two, um, which I think is totally mm-hmm. possible. For me, I actually go the other way. I think Crowder and Love are going to be very consistent and going to be the reason why they stay afloat. And I think Rose and D-Wade mm-hmm. are going to be injured, and that's going to be the reason why yeah. they, they fall a little farther than they should. Yeah. Myself, personally. Just having watched both of them up close over the past few years, right? I just, I'm not convinced that either of them can stay on the court. For the requisite amount of games, and if Thomas is already out, all of a sudden your front or I mean your backcourt starts to look yeah. pretty thin, yeah. right? So all of a sudden, like 
we're, and we're, Thomas Izzo. We're one injury away from like you're looking Not at really. a, a D Rose Kyle Corver situation yeah. with LeBron, so, Love, and Crowder. Right. So what happens though? So there's a couple of a, a kind of X factors for for Boston. One, just the sheer amount of new people into that system. I, I still, I still yeah. agree that they can hold this, but will they gel completely? As well, I, I I still think that's a fair question, and I also have a question just in terms of if Kyrie is actually hurt, where where do they fall? Like, mm. Mm. I think we place a lot of stock in Kyrie into this new system. Interesting, so, because before LeBron, Kyrie was always oft injured, right? So, yeah. you know, we haven't really seen Kyrie command his you know spotlight mm-hmm. for an entire season. I would say you know let's roll cautiously with him, but he's going to be on a mission this season. I, I think I would put all my money on Kyrie this year I think he's a little more fragile than people think but also I don't think his early uh early NBA record of having injuries means that much because he was on a terrible Cleveland team that was trying to tank anyways and get draft picks so what Mm -hmm. do you do when you have that situation you try and hold your best player out so that you can lose more games so I don't think that actually influences it but I just think he is a little more fragile than we think he is um I think yeah integrating all those pieces I think the Stevens backbone infrastructure system Mm -hmm. is going to provide what's necessary for that team. And yeah. I think they're going to be really consistent in the regular season. Um, sure. And yeah, against all the competition they're playing against, right. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty straightforward. Can, I have to say something though about, about Cleveland though. If, if they do gel, if they do gel, they're going to be, I think they're going to be remarkable. If they gel, I don't even think their ceilings that high. D Rose can't shoot. D Wade can't shoot. If they gel. No, it doesn't matter if they gel, if they are hundred percent gel, if they are synchronized in their brains, that's not going to mean D Rose can make three pointers. It's not going to mean D Wade can shoot more than thirty two percent from the field. And so, what are you going to do when LeBron is taking the ball down the lane? Everybody can collapse because who's he going to kick it out to to space the floor? Nobody. Kevin Love. That's it. And so, if Kevin Love's out on Love the three point line, he's not getting Fair any. Enough. He's not getting any rebounds. So Fair. they're not. They're going to get killed on the boards. So my thing is that's why I think the ceiling for this team is just really low without Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is in there. All of a sudden, you know, one four pick and rolls with LeBron look crazy. Look crazy. Mm-hmm. look crazy. All of a sudden, he spaces the floor and Love is spacing the floor. Now, all of a sudden, you have to make decisions as a defense. Until Thomas comes back, it's really easy, I think, on defense to play against. Cleveland. Yeah, because you can't sag off on Thomas. You have to. You have to sag off on Wade and Rose. Yeah, um, and that's easy. Corver hasn't proven that he can. Yeah. That he still has a three point shot. But the Crowder and Love situation is going to really open up the paint. So that's what's really going to make Love. And, I mean, LeBron operate. Uh, it's true. As efficient as he can. I, it's the Atlanta. You know, and kind of Stan Van Gundy style of five wide, you know. No, for sure. And yeah, yeah, that's, you know, and that's the thing, right? So if you have shooting only at three positions on the floor, it's really tough to play that way. But if, you know, if Thomas can come back, if Corver can prove he can make a shot, if Dwayne Wade somehow, you know, I think I was hearing the stat the other day that he's never shot over like 36% for a season from three, (laughs) Dwayne Wade. So it's just like, if he can somehow make this miraculous leap later in his career, then all of a sudden, yeah, Cleveland, they could do it. But just to me, their ceiling's not even that high, even if they gel. You know, I actually really like J.R. Smith. As the starter here, and not Wade, um, I think there's a lot of like clout in in cloudy clout in happening right now, <laughs> where you know Dwayne Wade has to start, but Dwayne Wade replicates Rose way too much, and I don't really like how that fit. Well, they works. should both be coming off the bench, right? They I think both will Wade and Rose they should, but see, so you're, you're taking my thunder a little bit here because I got oh. uh, I got some some picks for our uh, year end awards that I think will factor into this conversation, so I'm going to save it. Okay, but I think you and I are on the same page. Ah, ah, ah. You see, we're sinking over here. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> All right, so let, let's go to the West. No, actually, actually. So let's let's talk about so who who, who wins who, the East? No, 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 no. We'll we'll talk about that in, in a few minutes. Let's talk about who who got snubbed then. So mm. so we kept the the Knicks are out of the playoffs. Not a snub. They're just they're or, just bad. No. Okay. Who who did not make the playoffs? The Knicks, the Bulls, 
the Pacers, the Hawks, the Magic. I'm really sorry, Hondo. None of these teams are relevant this year. Like we're not. Gonna... I am reading teams. They're in the NBA. Oh. They're relevant preseason, Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it, they're relevant. They're relevant for the 1230 <laughs> project, but you know, like Orlando's gonna be fun for Jonathan Simmons. Uh, <laughs> Chicago's, I'm sorry, not gonna be watchable until Levine shows up. Um, Even think... when Levine shows up, they're That's not true. gonna be watchable. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think any of these teams. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it'll be surprising. I don't think any of these teams are going to make a push for the playoffs at all. I don't think they'll be in the conversation at any point during the season. I think the only teams that, like like I said, the, the ones that we didn't overlap on, right? I think Philadelphia yeah. and, uh, I mean, he said Brooklyn, but Mm-mm. Brooklyn should be Mm-mm. in this category with Mm-mm. Orlando. The East is a barren wasteland yeah. right now, so it's not, it's not much to talk about. <laughs> but just They'll just pick up, what is it, NBL? teams that they can play against yeah. to really I really wish it was to really league ramp, style yeah <laughs> really ramp up their schedule i wish some of these leagues or some of these teams would get demoted into the g league if if uh They're they didn't the last perform. Place. yeah no. that would be so nice to have premier Just, league style and the winner of the g league gets promoted <laughs> yeah so toronto's gonna have two teams in the league the mad the mad ants are coming in boom and the 805s oh definitely all let's, right let's move to, to greener pastures let's go to let's uh, go to the, the west side the west side of the mississippi west side kick it off all right here we go number eight Utah, number seven, the Los Angeles Clippers, number six, your Minnesota Timberwolves, and number five, Portland. Yeah, let's talk about it. We're going to get into it. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's what's your teams? My number eight is the Clippers. My number seven is the New Orleans Pelicans. Hmm. Number six, the Denver Nuggets. And number five. Drum roll. The San Antonio Spurs. Whoa. What? No way, Guy. What? Somebody's been eating a lot of flaming Hot Cheetos in order to spit that take. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. So I'm going to start at eight here. Going with the Jazz at eight, Portland at seven, Nuggets at six, and the Wolves at five. Wow. This is so crazy. So real quick, I just, you know, you know obviously I, I root for Portland, right? So oh, yeah. obviously I'm a little bit biased. It's, it's fine. We, we acknowledge this. You both have two teams that have not made the playoffs yeah. in over a decade yeah. ahead of Portland this year. That's so you're fine. saying two teams, they are better teams. No, that's fine if they're better teams. They you're saying two unprecedented leaps will happen this year that have not happened in the NBA are going to happen in the same season to jump Portland. You're saying that two two like unicorns are going to happen in the same season in the same conference ahead of Portland. Portland's made the playoffs both years this past these past two seasons, and they went to the second round two years ago with a shitty team. So I'm just saying, you add Nurkic and add the consistency, that's a better recipe than you're telling me all of a sudden Minnesota's going to jump 20 to 30 wins. You're telling me... I don't think so. Denver is all of a sudden... You, I mean, you had San Antonio at five. So unless you're saying Timberwolves didn't make the playoffs. Oh, I have the Timberwolves making the that's playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying that Minnesota's going to win 20 or 30 more games than they did last season. Probably 20. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah, unheard yeah. of. This is unprecedented what you guys that's, are doing right that's now. That's fair. It's that's fine. So, and it's fine. So, so I'm just saying you're, you're about to say that my Portland pick was crazy, but in terms no, of actually being an crazy. NBA institutionalist, history's on my side. That's sure. all I'm saying. And you take that. You I will. ride that. I will. That I will came, ride that. Heavy lies the institution crown. That's right. No, heavy lies uh, the one ball between Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins crown. Oh. Oh. Nice hole in your shirt. <laughs> that's where, that's where all your that's where, my comeback. That's where all your arguments are at, and they just falling through. So, okay, so let's let's start at number eight. Jazz. I, I had the Jazz. I had the Clippers. And the Clippers. So you think the Clippers are just going to either be injured or not gelling? You have the Jazz. You have the Clippers up. Yeah, you have like seven or six. Okay, I think they're going to gel 
Okay. Much more so than the Jazz. I think the Jazz has an offensive, like, they're going to be unprecedented in terms of just sheer trash from the offensive <laughs> end. Like, who scores for them? Like, I have a really hard time, and relying on someone who's a third-year player who's been injured, Rodney Hood, like, who scores for Utah? They're going to score, my, my thing is going to score by committee, right? They got yeah. the, Quinn, yeah. Quinn Snyder's a great coach, right? They do, I, they have a lot it. of ball movement. Rubio yeah. is going to be moving the ball. He's going to make his teammates better with all his passing. Yeah. So they're going. They're they're greater than but the sum of their parts. But until they prove themselves, Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles from three. Joe Ingles. You're packing the paint, and then Rubio is not on Joe the way. Ingles. So so Utah's got to prove themselves, yeah. but Brooklyn don't got to prove themselves. Oh, <laughs> D'Angelo ain't got to prove himself, but but Rodney Hood got to prove himself, even though he's been in the league three years. Yikes! I'm just right. saying. I'm just saying. I, no, no, that's fair. I didn't, I, didn't again, you know, so. I didn't have the Clippers. I didn't have the Clippers making it. I didn't have the Clippers making it. Clippers. I have Utah. Clippers would have been my ninth. I have I have Utah out. And because okay. I just have the, I just feel like they're going to be inept offensively. They're going to be, they're probably going to be top five billing defensively. They're going to be like the right. games are going to be eighty to seventy five all the totally. time. Totally, okay. So, so, but I feel like Los Angeles has this X factor in Milos and a rejuvenated Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. They're going to play a game that they've wanted to play, but have had like chains on them in a weird, in a yeah. weird way, like Chris Paul, Django, and Chain. I feel like. Just some of the X factors of like losing a JJ Redick but gaining something here and there, I think will really push them um, barely into the playoffs because they don't have anyone really consistent to shoot from three. They have Blake Griffin shooting threes now. Like, well, so I, I, I don't agree think with they're going to be that much better, and I don't think Doc Rivers is going to be like, oh, let's bring in new players. They don't have anyone to really trade for anyone new, I other with, than breaking up the team. I agree with all those points. I've, I'm on the same page with the Clippers. I think they're I think they're going to gel better than people think, but I think they're going to be injured more than people think. I think yeah. uh, both Griffin and uh, Gallinari are yeah. going to be injured. But the thing is, I think they're going to just slide to the playoffs. But here's the thing. Their ceiling to me is higher than the Jazz's ceiling, and that's why I would put them at seven versus putting them sure. at eight. Sure. Um, because eight Right, exactly. And that's the thing, right? So I think I think they're both neck and neck. I just think in the West, like I don't, tr- I trust... The teams who have made the playoffs have a little bit of experience. I trust Gobert making a leap more than I trust all of a sudden like Davis mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Cousins. Cousins gelling. So that's to me yeah. the comparison is between I, the Jazz and everyone like at the bottom that. of the conference. And I just think yeah. the Jazz, you'd be like, hey, they made the playoffs versus New Orleans. Who knows? Denver. Who really knows? What's their point so, guard situation going to be? Right. So, so to me, that's the comparison with where I'm coming from with the Jazz. I think the Clippers again, right? Their their ceiling's high, but they're going to be injured a lot. So, so, sure. so, so t- talk about New Orleans though. Because yeah, sure. I, well, can we just really quickly yeah. consent, like base consensus like this is the best storyline in the nba right now it's like five through eight who gets snubbed at the west right? yeah yeah it's yeah, going to be the 100%. most interesting yeah. last day of the season a lot of fan know? bases involved too a lot of fan yeah. bases that are just super hopeful about their teams and, and everybody podcast. feels like <laughs> everybody feels like they have a chance right yeah. everybody's just like oh we could do it they and, all up the know. ante yeah you know like yeah. now it's a full season of demarcus cousins now it's a full season of demarcus cousins with um and um a, a to be free agent unrestricted free agent DeMarcus Cousins with Anthony Davis. Yeah. So he has a lot to prove. He has to, you know, show that he can do something. And yeah. I think, you know, they're they're going to throw out the five wide too. Rondo's hurt, but that's not necessarily a bad thing right now. But Rondo, Tony Allen, Cousins, there's a lot of uh, continuity from that. Mm-hmm. Like they've played with each other before. Okay. Um, and from like Boston with Rondo and Allen, um, Sacramento with Rondo and Cousins. Again, where's the, sh- where's the shooting going to come from in New yes. Orleans? Though? There's an issue. There's a clear <laughs> issue, and it's in the three spot. We have no idea who's starting. Probably no, Solomon Hill. Dante Rondo can't Cunningham. hit a jump shot. Tony Allen can't hit a jump shot. I know, and that's what really sucks. <laughs> but they have Drew Holiday, so they have they have the it's three punch. Eighty gun. points from their bigs, eighty points from their bigs. That's what has to happen. Forty a night for there's no way at seven. I have a hard bet against this. Let's put a buffet on a buffet, a buffet. dinner on, on, on the line for this. Um, so I think I think it's interesting though. I think you know the question of New Orleans versus 
Utah is is kind of more is is a very interesting conversation about where that's going to happen. Kind of at the bottom there. Who'd you have uh, at the bottom in yours? Who's your seven and eight? Uh, it was the Jazz and Portland. Okay, at, Portland at seven. And then who'd you have at six and five? I had uh, Nuggets at six, Wolves at five. So you you really feel like the Nuggets are going to make a big leap this season? You feel like with Millsap coming on board, yeah, um, yeah. you think Jokic is going to be? I better. think they have an amazing identity. So you think? Well, that's the thing too. So beyond those two, though. What like who are the other people that you're saying are filling in and are going to yeah. up their game? Who's who's making the leap that didn't make the leap last year on Denver? That's yeah. not those two players. Potentially, who they just paid in Gary Harris and potentially a most improved candidate. You know, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray have to take leaps, and they mm-hmm. they've shown that they can because really they've shown that they can. They've shown that they need to. They've never shown that they can in the four games in preseason, which mean nothing. They're they're on a roll right now, at least right now and so, so that's my thing right so if, if that they, happens they paid him so they, yeah. they, they have a lot of support and they are showing support so gary harris says can probably do the 18 20 points a game who knows whoa that seems crazy it seems crazy yeah but that they also have wilson chandler and right. they no, also have I love will wilson barton Chan- wilson chandler's great will barton's an x-factor Jameer so nelson like they have a which is not <laughs> someone who i should be throwing in here then that was my point is like so when i looked at this roster and yeah. i thought saw beyond Millsap, beyond jokic who are going to make will make their teammates better. Yes. So there's going to lift, you know, rising tide lifts all boats situation here. Mm-hmm. I still don't see Gary Harris. I don't see a Moody. I don't see yeah. these. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't well, see right. these guys. All of a sudden, you're, you're telling me they're six, six seed caliber, these players here. I think Millsap makes them a playoff team when they were the ninth seed last year. Okay, and that's fair, right? Because I think that's Portland all you're made saying. the playoffs, right? Portland, Portland did make and the playoffs. They were, the, they were 41 and 41 or 42 right. and 40. That's right. And they based on... Uh, so my thing, so that's, again, so so that's that's like, my them. point about Portland is that, like, so they added Nurkic versus Denver adding Millsap. And Someone so, is clearly better than the other. Uh, Millsap is clearly better than Nurkic. How old is Millsap? Clearly better than... Nurkic. Oh, so Millsap's getting a little up there in age. He's sure. he's got to go play at altitude now. And Nurkic is hungry as <laughs> shit to get that contract. And Nurkic almost had a quadruple double in like the fourth game that he played with Portland. He didn't even know those dudes couldn't gel with them. Almost got a quadruple double. So you're telling me who's better than who? Yes, Millsap has a much better track record. But I'm not convinced that all of a sudden, like, what did Al Horford when he went to Boston? He's been solid. He's not been All Star caliber. Al Horford, both their dudes, the, both those dudes' primes were together in Atlanta. We are past the prime of Al Horford and, and Millsap. Millsap. This is past the era of those dudes being all stars in the NBA. You have a hungry, angry Serbian. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I will put my money on the hungry, angry Serbian who was actually averaging 20 points a game versus like a Gary Harris who was never averaging anywhere close to that versus a Millsap who's going to give you assists, he's going to give you rebounds, he's going to give you defense. He's not his scoring isn't gonna lie to him. Nobody's talking about Millsap scoring, or I'm hoping not, right? Yeah, but we've been talking about consistency this whole time, and I think Millsap right. has always been a consistent. But, but he's got he a new team. A he's got a new team. Nurkic does not have a new team this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. But I to still me, think he's the still consistency, new though. He's still new in Portland. He's still new, but he has that much of a leg up on Millsap gelling with his teammates. And Portland made the playoffs last year. But Millsap has that much more experience than him. Right. So he could fit into any you know what I mean? Like But has he? Like where else? Like so, Millsap played for Utah for forever, and, and then Atlanta. Atlanta for forever. Yeah, but that's ten more years than Nurkic. Right. So you're saying the sheer experience versus what, like half a season together? Well, that's what I'm saying he has yeah. no seasons together. So you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do this where you like are arguing apples and oranges here. You're either saying the consistency is, but the he thing. wears Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. So it's just interesting, and so then you obviously have your hometown Wolves. You just think yeah. this season is going to make the leap. Last yeah. year they were supposed to make the leap. They no. made no leap whatsoever. They played no defense this no, year. I, I agree. I, no, 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 this no, no, is this is this I'm is the question up. of the leap. This is the question of the leap. I think this. I think the Wolves deserve that leap. This what do you mean is, they deserve it? What does that mean? I, well, well, I'm fan biased, but I also think that 
I also think with their lineup, mm. I, I I think they can get they can absolutely get to this. Point. I think you're, I think you're correct in saying that their ceiling is something like uh, what five, you put them at five. I put them at five. The uh, ceiling is probably in the ceiling that. is probably the five. I think that's for their talent. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent So my whole thing is just like last year. It was clear that the dudes were not listening to Tibbs. They were mm-hmm. not executing on what he told them to do. Right, and so this is where the consistency comes in. Now they have a whole season under their belt, yeah, but with you, him yapping in their ear. You, you add bring Jimmy in Butler, Butler, and you bring in Gibson, and you, right. like you bring in people. So that's my thing. Who know Tibbs' system, hundred percent. And so th- th- I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm yeah, saying th- yeah. that's the argument that's being made is that Tibbs brought in his dudes this season. They have all had a year together to mm-hmm. gel. Andrew Wiggins got his contract right. Towns has to, you know, like uh, the best argument I heard about Towns was that the how he played at the end of his first season. Is how he played his entire second season, and then the leap that he made at the end of his second season mm-hmm. it's gonna be, could be the third season, right? So if Towns be. makes the and if leap. He does that; he's an MVP, uh, at least an All Star, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? Like minimum, he's an All Star. So that is the argument for Minnesota: is that hey, we're gonna win twenty to thirty more games than we're going to than we did last season, and it's going to be enough um, to get us where we need to be. So let's let's just talk about how articulate we are in terms of the number of games we need to have in order to make to get the to the five seed to get to the eight because he has five seeds so let's just get eight seed will be what probably 42 43 wins because of the sure how competitive sure. the west is going to be yeah you're not going to have a 70 win warriors right. you're but have, you didn't have minnesota in the eight seed and you didn't have minnesota eight seed so right. that's what not, i'm trying to get though yeah. is so that's from 31 games which was this year mm-hmm. for the timberwolves mm-hmm. to 42 that's 11 yes. games and yes. is butler worth 11 probably by himself is Butler, Teague, Gibson, Crawford, a year of gelling, you know, and marination. Is that going to be enough for 12, 13, 14, 15, potentially 20? I'm not sure. I'm betting on it. And that's fine. And I would argue that if you actually looked at the statistics in terms of win percentage, no player is worth 11 11 games. Not a single player in this league is worth 11 wins in one season. Yeah. So I don't think Jimmy is necessarily going to get you 11 and the other guys are going to get you that extra (laughs) nine. I I don't think that's how it works, myself personally. I think they do have the ceiling to get there. Yeah, I'm, but you guys both have them really high. You don't just have them at the eight seed. You have them much higher. Now, if both of you had them at like the eight seed, I'd be like, man, that's that's even then that be that's super ambitious right there, right? That all of a sudden we're making the playoffs after not making it for all these years, right? But I hate Damn it. I hate that conversation though because MTG, fourteen years is not MTG, this season. We can't just go on like this. This is our season to shine, MTG. <laughs> uh, you can't just rip us apart. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just rip us apart you. because Chicago's under the fucking building, <laughs> like literally dead. Yeah, well, it's your for, fault for because the, <laughs> because you have Tibbs. Torn apart. Yeah, that's that's right. how this. That's how Tibbs' system works. You right. knew that. That's right. You knew that when you you had him. And that's like I'm not even making any of the Tibbs argument that you know I could be making right now about what he does to players. I know. So, so my thing is yeah. like this. So I have, I, have, I have the Wolves at six, and I feel like that's super aggressive. But I feel like no team in the West has done t- more in terms of overhauling the roster than the Correct. Wolves. And that will probably take time to gel. Bingo. But I think a Butler-Teague-Taj is not like volatile. It's consistently manuf- It's going to manufacture wins. It's not going to manufacture process and time and we got we got you know issues in the in the core locker room and everything. Here, here's here's the argument for you guys that neither of you made, but you should have made, is that Minnesota? How many games did they blow in the fourth quarter? Yeah, how many I, second I half leads did up. they blow last season? Yeah. Most in the NBA. So yeah. all of a sudden, they, if they just turn seventy five percent of those from hey we blew a fourth quarter lead yeah. to all of a sudden we won that game now, mm-hmm. that's enough to get them to an eight seed, right? And that's, that's right. where you start talking about climbing it's more than an eight, eight seed. seed. And that's why I'm, I haven't even talked about Minnesota in the sense that I have them somewhere not five. 
I yeah, I know. Some... You have them come up soon. And so we, we'll, we'll talk. Well, maybe we can continue this conversation in a second here. Um, so teams that we left out were. Like... So so let's let's go let's go back the other way, right? Obviously, yeah. you know, I'm high on Portland this year. I think their team has had the time to gel from last season, right? Mm-hmm. That their guards are going to be. Lost crab. Yeah, he didn't do anything for him last season. They begged New. <laughs> they they, they begged New Jersey to take him. So obviously they're not very high on him. They're not worried about Crab going anywhere. So my thing is they've had the season to gel. They've got Nurkic now, a hungry Nurkic who's looking for that contract, right? And yeah, averaged 20, 20 points a game in a chaotic season last year. So all of a sudden, to me, like, so where's, where's the downside? What is putting them at a seven seed or an eight seed? What's keeping them in place versus? going higher like i had them higher you guys didn't why, why would you keep lower. them, lower? them out of the playoffs that's what i'm saying so what i'm asking what's the catalyst for that what's the what's the reasoning behind that they didn't make enough moves if other teams are making moves to so, to up their ante and it's yeah. 41 games going to be 41 games again if all the other teams that they're competing against on a 60 percent you know so, so, you, so you're saying basis, 82 games in nurkic versus 30 games in nurkic is the same output it's going to be 41 because the, the rest of the west is better you're saying 50 Actually, more yeah. games in Nurkic is identical because every team is that much better in the West. The, I mean, that's a great commentary, but that's a great point. I know. I'm, I, I'm asking. Like, I'm asking. I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's true. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to break down your analysis. I'm trying to get to, to what, yeah. what's the nuts and bolts of the argument. Like, that's why I'm trying to figure out like why, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm generally curious curious where, you, Utah, where some of this Utah comes Utah kind of defined their season this year. They've, they couldn't resign Gordon Hayward, so they're kind of going with the, if we make the playoffs, that's cool, but we're not going to like push for what it. What seed was Utah last year? Uh, five, five. Yeah. So like, I had them at eight. So I have them dropping three seeds because they couldn't not, do that. But they're gonna right. Okay. So then Utah didn't push the envelope in terms of getting enough talent in terms of keeping up with the strength of the West. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Lake, the Clippers couldn't keep up with what's happening in the West, and so they've dropped in my in my standings. Yeah. The um, the Jazz dropped. The Portland didn't keep up, so they dropped. But Denver, who was out of the playoffs, added someone, so they moved up. You know, and this is a really stale argument, honestly. It's just like people were added as opposed to jet consistency and infrastructure mm-hmm. and how to do how do they even work together? Like how does Wiggins and, and Jimmy Butler work together? How does a Millsap and Kenneth Fareed, they'll probably spend zero time together, Mason Plum, they have a lot of bigs that are not gonna have any time together. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. But it's like based on sheer instinct of sheer what wins is star power, a Jimmy Butler gets you that. Um, a Millsap has been a star. A Nurkic is actually still unproven. You've seen 30 games of him being like, all eyes on me. Like, they, they snubbed me for Jokic. Let's get something going. So, so that's, can so he that's stay, the argument. Can he stay on the court? Can he be healthy? We don't know. We haven't seen that. Does he have aggregate issues? Does he have temperament issues? He does. does it, can, he, can he produce 20 points on a consistent basis? Can he do that with CJ and Damian? Can he do that with no other production off their bench? They have no one off their bench. And so that's so that's and so that's that's what I'm trying to get at. So that's the argument for you is that I'm they, very low they on well they made their move that everyone else made Before. a half a year early. So they did what Denver did. They just did it earlier than them. Yeah. And holy crap, what a move! That was something that they needed to well, do. And so, that's what, and so that's what I'm saying, <laughs> so they did actually make a move. They just made they didn't make it in off season like yeah. everybody else did. So that all of a sudden, so you're saying that counts for less, and that means they should drop out of the playoffs. Yeah, because then, they did make it in the offseason. But, but the Millsap one, they did do it in the offseason. He right. hasn't proven anything in Denver, and he has to gel. <laughs> and he has had his issues with showing up in big games. But that doesn't. But that's fine because he hasn't played. It's a game not yet. fine. And you know what? They're the seventh seed. They're not. They could be also out of the playoffs, uh, or actually, I have them at the sixth seed. But um, the Pelicans. The same argument can be made for the Pelicans and the Blazers, and that's and that was my and that's thing. why I have the and Pelicans up thing. because I feel very strongly. So you, that's what I'm saying, and, that, and that's why I'm, that, that's that's what I wanted to know is that you so you think the AD Demarcus Cousins combo with their 
you know, is better than cast Ma- Damon CJ than Damon CJ yeah, and their supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And so I just think Nurkic is better than any of the other supporting cast on New Orleans, and that's why I would have. I like, yeah, I, I, I like I that. Mean, I like that as well. This was, this was I, like, I like it with with you know McCollum, Dame, and, and Nurkic as 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 that like three combo over. Sure. Their identity is made. Their identity over is established. Over Boogie and AD. And really, Boogie and AD have had 30 games to gel, and we haven't really seen much. We've seen a lot of, you know, yeah, so, turmoil, right? So, like, yeah. what can really happen? Well, I'm betting on those two figuring and it out. And so I think that's a great point about firepower. The whole West upgraded, right? Like, everybody just loaded guns, right? Everybody just went out and yeah. tried to do, swung for the fences in every things. single sense, right? Yeah. And so if any team didn't do that, we're saying, like, going into the season, hey, maybe we have some reservations because they didn't swing for the fences, right? And so I think that's, I think that's totally fair, right? This season will be marked by vi- volatility and new teams. That's what makes this season so fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, and so interesting to watch is that we have so many new pieces and new jerseys and gelling and systems and all these things. It's going to make it super fun to watch. And my thing is just that, again, as an institutionalist, so, like, that, that also leads to not, like, not great outcomes for the teams initially. Sure, right, down, sure. down the line it will, right? Like, if you ask me what's, what's Minnesota going to do next year, yeah. To me, if Minnesota's not a top four team next year, something went really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess how much confidence do you have in your picks between five and eight? I, I wouldn't yeah. I have that's them a great, pl- that's I, a great question. I have them placed here, but I don't I do not have a ton of a, a ton of faith. I like Wolves I think Wolves make the playoffs, obviously. Um but I think between five and six, they could slide probably anywhere between five and seven. Mm-hmm. I think that I think the Nuggets could easily slide down one. I don't think the Nuggets are eight. I I still think they're a little bit higher. I think Portland could go up. I don't. I guess the Jazz are probably my my anchor at eight. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably ninety percent confident in this bottom. Like with the Spurs actually being five through eight. Um, with the Spurs, okay. yeah, yeah. Please, yeah, please, I know, I know. Please explain. So I'm guessing you and I have the Spurs in the top four. Is that yes, thing? So yes. when we get in the top four, we'll have the Spurs conversation. Yes, yes. Okay. And I'm not confident in okay. the Jazz and how I have them out, and I'm not very confident in how I have Portland out. Okay. So, so I feel so five through seven. I feel very confident that Portland, Minnesota, and the Clippers will all be fine for that five through seven. I feel that, but you, but you think that that order may ro- could it, rotate it might a little bit. I actually don't think Portland will drop any lower than six. Personally, I just think okay. so. For the Jazz being on the bubble at eight, the the A seed, I'm just like, can we just throw that away in the West? Like, yeah. I just like no team in the you know. I'm they're, not, they're not just so, make, not, it's just a one game playoff. It's just a one game playoff. That's what I was gonna say. So I don't feel confident about number eight. I do feel even the Clippers make me a little worried at seven. But yeah. I think Portland and the Wolves five and six. I think that's sure. that's pretty much. But that's a great question, right? So we we made all these claims and things like that, but that was a good point to make is like, what's the qualifying uh, number on that? What's the qualifying percentage of of feeling good on that? So like we talked about, that's the most contentious Contentious band <laughs> in the NBA is the bottom half. That of the is West. actually the most contentious episode you get all <laughs> yeah. season because I love this fighting. Yeah. Fighting in the West no, is, is great. Is what is going to make the NBA this season? Boom. So okay, so let's continue. Let's go. Roll, let's please. go four through one in the West. All right, uh, no surprises here. We've got Thunder at four, Rockets at three, Spurs at two, Golden State at one. Wow, this is so wild. I have the Minnesota Timberwolves at number four. Ooh. Houston at three, OKC at two, and oh. Golden State at number one. Okay, OKC at four, Spurs at three, Houston at two, Warriors at one. All, All right. right. All right. So, so, so the big questions, I think, uh, obviously we'll start with San Antonio. It seems mm-hmm. to be polarizing amongst us. I think you and I just had them flip-flopped at two and three. Yeah. You I had them all the way at five. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, we have a bad taste in our mouth from Lamarcus Aldridge in the playoffs. For sure. Yes. Right. Um, the name Rudy Gay is not inspiring confidence in Guy at any point in Guy's entire basketball watching 
life. <laughs> so I think, I think that's fair, right? <laughs> yeah. Tony Parker with a nasty injury at the end of the season. Kawhi rolling Kawhi his ankle at the end of the yep. season. Manu Tony, 40. I was going to say, man, you know, Manu is ancient at this point. So all of that is But enough. you still have pop. So. Still pop. But still he doesn't the, play the minutes. Still he doesn't the, play the games. <laughs> Damn it, Key. I love pop. And here, here's the thing. He's never had to play the games. In 20 years, he's never had to play the games. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. Let me take that down. So, well, what, now you're relying on Popovich and others, but we've only had to rely on Popovich and others to make the playoffs for 20 years. But my thing is, like, when's the last time Spurs had less than 50 wins? I don't, I'm I don't, not saying fifth seed has less than 50 wins, even. So you think... So you think... Minnesota takes... Everyone from 5 to 1 has... Over 50 plus. wins. I'm thinking that's what happened last year. Did they? Yeah. Did everybody? Had one 50 wins? One through five? No. I I don't think so. I don't Shaz. think so either. Shaz. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think exactly. Ah! Mother exactly flipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I'm thinking if any year were to happen where they dropped under 50. Uh-huh. This is the season. I'm taking this season. Wow. I'm thinking Kawhi is... Remarkable, one of a kind, one of the favorite, my favorite players in the league right now. Yep. But Kawhi is a workhorse, and he's been worked so hard just mm-hmm. to make this leap. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, very similar, I know. But Jimmy Butler also has his team around him now. Why? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? What yeah, that I don't. Mean? <laughs> what, yeah, what I'm trying to get at is, what does the fuck does Kawhi have right now? Patty Mills, Paul Gasol. I'll take Pau Gasol over Gorgie Chang. Gorgie Chang is a six man. He's not. He's not starting, as he should not be. Yeah, Pau Gasol's <laughs> starting. Pau Gasol's thirty eight years old and still making whatever eighteen million a year. They have no depth in terms of their front court outside of Lamarcus Aldridge and Pau Gasol. They have no one. Okay. They have Kawhi, who's actually currently injured right now. Tony Parker, who's now always going to be some sort of injured. Manu giving fifteen. Minutes and two points, four points, six points. So he needs to have, you know, the six-man kind of caliber season. Now all of a sudden we're thinking of Danny Green and Patty Mills and LaMarcus Aldridge taking this team to the top. We're thinking Rudy Gay is going to get anywhere for this team. Rudy Gay is a product that was a lost cause in Sacramento, got shipped to Toronto. That's hilarious. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He started his career in Memphis. They shipped him off to Toronto. Proved nothing. Took him away. Got, you know, got... Sacramento in trouble with Rudy Gay and like where has he been he's hasn't hasn't he been out of commission for a while you, so all of a sudden we're gonna get pop in an angry now um you're placing a lot of stock in Dwayne Dedman and Jonathan Simmons hey, who and, have left well and, and, and here's my thing if there's, have if there's one team in the league that you can count on to turn players that you didn't know the fuck they existed into yes, being players. Into being players, it's San Antonio Spurs. Yes. You're talking about all this volatility in the league and all these players moving around to no, new teams, the, and you think these new teams are going, these new organizations are going to be equipped to absorb these players, and everything's gonna, you know, go to the so that the fact that they make these all these leaps, but San Antonio's not. To me, no. if anything, Rudy Gay is going to be be playing better in San Antonio than he's played anywhere else in his career. Why would that not be the case? Probably, actually, probably the case. Um, but is better than anywhere else in his career going to be 20 points a game as 30 year old Rudy Gay? I would I... I would rather bet on that than Millsap going to Denver and all of a sudden putting up twenty you know whatever twenty points a game. Wow! <laughs> Who's going to average more points this year? Hundred dollar bet, Millsap or Rudy Gay? Millsap, hundred dollar bet. We're going a thousand in. 
<laughs> Boom. You heard it here on the cast, I like, folks. I like it. $100 bet. Are you getting for the end of the season. That's not, you know, not... start saving a dollar, you know, here and there every week, and we'll be just fine. <laughs> it's it's cut from his paycheck yeah. every week. To... I'll, start raise, I'll start raising money for this fund. You, know, the car washes. you can't have a Boom. go. No, there are no GoFundMes. We're laying a foundation here. There are yeah. no GoFundMes yeah. to pay off your Girl your, Scout cookies. Your, your betting day. <laughs> Christmas reads. I'll find them. I'll find them. Somewhere on the street. The Indian Christmas <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Reading. I have no faith in Rudy Gay, but I have faith that Popovich will get him <laughs> yeah. to go 10, 15 minutes. Or no, 15, 20 minutes, 10, 15 points. Yeah. That's qual- That's quality for the Spurs. They need anything, and I do definitely uh, believe in Danny Green having a like a uh, a rebound regular season. season. Again, this is just regular <laughs> yes, season. I get it. In the playoffs, I San Antonio them... can't can't gun with these other teams. It's Re- clear, right? Remember, like a couple years ago, they were a fifty win team and a six seed. Yeah. So yeah. they can so be you're a fifty win team you're and a six seed. You're saying the West is better this year than it was that year, and it's not. It's not. It's not. Even <laughs> I close. think it's. I think it's the best it's ever been, man. <laughs> that was the sound of the atom bomb dropping for that hot take. Yeah. That's how hot that take was. Look, look at the fucking rosters we have. No filthy no stink face. No way. The West is better than it's ever been. Especially that year that that them and the Clippers were going battling in seven games in the first round. That, that was, was like an a championship series. series. That That's was one like, of the best. That series. year was way better for the West than this year is. Because it's like kind of already written, right? The Warriors are going to win out. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying. No matter what any other team does. We said, never we said five through eight was the most interesting because none of those teams are necessarily that good. Because it's volatile. The last, those, the, but the top four, yeah. the West is very top heavy this year. Those but are the yeah, only yeah. teams. If you're talking yes. about who can win the championship, again, you're only talking about two or three teams in the entire league. So this is not the best for any point of the NBA in any you know NBA history for anything other than social media presence and star power. Shit. Like, it's not, that's it. It's not three. Star power, though, I'm, I'm feeling really high on this top ha- top half of the West. Exactly. I'm thinking like a mellow would never come West if unless this was happening. The, the amount of money bringing a talent in. Mm-hmm. You had Yao and T Mac and you know Steve Francis, and that's a three seed in that year. You know, like I mean, I'm saying and Dirk and all those loaded Mavs teams back in the but day. But were they that loaded? Uh, they made the playoffs for like how many straight years? So yes, was that loaded was yes. as compared to an OKC? Are they? Okay, again, okay, you guys, you guys love to put stock in these teams that have not proven anything at all whatsoever. And I'm telling you that just history has shown that history these... has shown that stars have win win games. Correct. And now you put those stars together, and maybe they gel, maybe they don't. But this is a new era of ball where big where all of a sudden people fours, where people fives. people gel on the spot. Even took Miami didn't win the title first year, man, and they lost to Dallas. I'm they not lost saying to Dallas. the Spurs are going to win the title. I'm not saying OKC is winning the title. I'm saying the Spurs. Haven't done anything in the offseason. They brought in Rudy Gay and they lost half of their depth in the bench. And all of them are injured or hurt or older. <laughs> and they're a five seed because the Wolves, who, yes, they have been out. I know this is crazy argument. That's, like, that's I, I have no And confidence. that's all I'm saying. And that's all I'm saying is that, like, I'm not saying that San Antonio is going to win the title either. I'm just saying if you were looking at what is, what is logically to happen. I think what happens is does you do you rest your stock in Kawhi getting 40 points a game now because they're not going to win games by like an extreme of margins to to surpass what I think you know Minnesota's going to do what I think what OKC is going to do you have OKC who, who plays in the harder division Spurs or Timberwolves Timberwolves okay so you got to play four times against all those teams in your division but I'm also not like confident in that because I have the Spurs playing what the Warriors Houston. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are in the same division as Spurs. But they're playing each other four times. 
Well, then, so the Timberwolves playing, so that cancels out that so argument. So then, what, then what, what are you bringing that up for? You play your teams in your division more than you play other teams. And if you're in a harder division, that means you're going to play OKC more times than somebody like... But the San Spurs Antonio. plays the Warriors four times. They do. Every team play. Every team in the West plays each other four times? Yeah. Are we sure about that? No. Is that accurate? No, I don't think it is. Because otherwise... 15 times... You play more. T- you play more. Your schedule is loaded against your division, and then is it loaded against your conference, and then you play less games against the other conference. The so other you, conference, you play two games, yeah. right? And so yep. your in conference games are less than it's your in division, like in terms of a percentage, like or number so of times you four, play. Four three a team. two. This. Yeah. So four three two. Yeah, it's four three two. So the other two divisions in your conference, you play three games. Right. I don't Not know four. if that's right. I, swear. I mean, we can look it up. But my my whole thing is this: you're saying that new newness novelty. Is going to win out over consistency, and that's fine. We just disagree on it's that, and that's all I'm saying. Is that we just disagree on it? That's it. It's kind of like you know, devil angel on my shoulders, being like, I'm making a bold pick. I'm making yes. a biased, rose-colored pick. You know, I want the team to be as great as they can be, and I have so much faith in the little amount that I've seen Jimmy Butler play. That's going to be you know, run to the ground and probably yeah. injured because that's what you're smirking about. To me, about. this is a Philadelphia situation where I would love to see Minnesota yeah. higher. I want to see them in the top four seats. I want to see them battling against the I Warriors. I want to see them just like you know, going toe-to-toe with uh, OKC and Houston. Mm-hmm. It makes the league more fun. It makes it better. Mm-hmm. I just don't think this is the season. Shit. Okay. I mean, man, we were ranking players before we were ranking infrastructures. We were ranking like John Wall and Bradley Beal versus whatever the fuck yeah. we were doing. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, Cat is bigger and better than anything that the Spurs have outside of Kawhi. He will. I be. think Wiggins and Jimmy Butler probably have more to offer than Kawhi. Mm. And see, that's one. Why, like and, I really well, that's think why so. I disagree is because one, Wiggins has never played defense, never in his whole entire life played defense. So he's so that immediately takes him out of the conversation with Kawhi. Jimmy Butler yeah, is he, always he's been, out of the conversation with Kawhi. But well, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler has always been tier two. Than, has always been tier two to Kawhi Leonard. Correct. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Who's, and who's gonna share who's gonna shoot that last shot in the game? With Spurs, you know who's gonna shoot it. With Minnesota, you don't, you don't know. know. You're gonna be and fighting we, over the ball. And we, so we don't know. And the, our our whole premise about hey, if they can turn seventy five percent of those we just barely lost because we gave up a leave in the fourth quarter, if that doesn't happen because they can't figure out who's gonna take the last shot in the game, yeah, that's, that's a real serious that's thing. That's a lot of variability right there. Okay. And I know that's what you're saying, and I know the point has been made a thousand times, but like I think the Spurs are going to take more of those last-second shots than the Wolves. I think the Wolves are not going to have themselves in the position Ooh, to take last-second so shots. So they're going to win 20 more games, and they're going to win them handily. Handily. <laughs> <laughs> all right. right. Let's, Interesting. Let's, yeah, let's, let's continue on. Two more Mark, two, it's like all love here. It's two, just like, two more teams. Always, always let's not. talk two more teams in the West. We're not going to talk, we're not going to talk Warriors. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk OKC, and let's talk Houston. Because I, okay. think, I think we had... Quite a bit different. Uh, you guys have you guys have OKC at four. Yeah, I yeah. have them at two. And again, and my thing wild. is one one ball and no bench. Yeah, one ball, no mm-hmm. bench. Yeah. So I just saying think Melo would have to adjust his role more than we've ever seen, which he's possible was capable it's, of doing. I think he's possible. It's he's capable. Possible. He, they need Olympic Melo essentially, right? So they mm-hmm. need Olympic Melo to show up. And so if he does that. They stand a much better chance. If Paul George kind of takes a step back and says, hey, I'm going to defer a little bit. We're going to let Russ do his crazy thing, and I'm going to play defense and you know fit, get mm-hmm. in where I fit in. I'm going to, I'm going to be Victor Oladipo for a season, mm-hmm. but upgraded, right? So if that's, if that's what you're expecting, OKC, and that's going to be, you know, be how they do, then great. Then that, they're going to have a great ceiling. They're going to be good. Nobody's, nobody's on their bench to show up and spell any minutes, right? If they have anybody that gets injured, yeah. they're screwed. So my thing is, like, 4C to me is also their ceiling. I just think... 100%. Even if they play at their best, everyone's healthy. They need so much to gel. They need people to play their roles that have never played these roles before in their life. Right. And so, I don't... I don't. But they were a 4 seed last year. Yeah. 
And they added Paul George and, and Melo. Yeah, but they were they the four seed or the five seed? They were the four seed. I, I think they were the four seed. Didn't who didn't they play Houston in the first round? Uh yeah. And was it Houston the three seed? Houston was not a three seed. Oh, Houston was a three seed. Yeah, so they were the six seed. So I'm giving and them two six. seeds. And OKC. Okay. They were six seed. I would, say, I would say Mello and Paul George are enough for one right. seed apiece, and you're that's right. it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> that's a little bit of disrespect, even though I have no respect for Paul George. That was a lot of disrespect, putting him in the same category or a similar category as Victor Oladipo. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was trolling. It was totally no. trolling, but at the same point, we're expect- So my thing is, I, Russell Westbrook is not going to take a step back, or we think he's... I think he is. He is going to take a step back. You both think he is? No. Not, I think so. Not a, no, not a major step back. I think back. he has to. Not a major for, step back. Not a major step back. He's going to still try to be Russ, and I hope that Paul George sees that, and Paul George doesn't be like, I need the ball right now and scream at everyone he's on yeah. his team. Um, and... Contract year. Contract, contract year. year. I agree with the, I agree with one ball, and I also he's in the best like, situation of his life though. He's about to get a new contract, and he's going to prove himself to the point where their bench is just fucking uggo. It's, just it's ugly. ugly. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> Roberson is starting as well. So and that's I like the name of the podcast. I actually it's really ugly. Huh? Ugly <laughs> is the name of this episode. I, <laughs> I love the Roberson starting right now because they have. Too many people needing the ball right now, right? Yeah. So Roberson doesn't. Adams doesn't. Adams will get the putbacks. Adams will be so bliss in this in this starting five, and Roberson will too. Roberson yeah. will guard the hardest, the Kawhis and the Hardens and everything, and okay. they're not going to put the pressure on. Also, we're not talking about inconsistency. We're talking about consistency, and we're talking about fucking Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah. One ball. Yeah. We, we've seen James Harden play off the ball. We've seen James Harden be a six-man before. We've never seen Paul George do anything but be the guy on mediocre teams. I guess they had the one team that made the Eastern Conference Finals. We've never seen Melo do anything except try and Other be the man. The yeah, exactly. That's and, sad. And, and so that's what I'm saying. is just like, so in, in my mind, that is less of a, a done deal than the D'Antoni system, which did wonders last year. And all you're doing is fitting one more person into that, you know, run-and-gun style offense, Chris Paul getting up and down, delivering passes, him and James Harden whipping passes back, fourth across the court right, right. to me that's more of a done deal than like i don't love houston at the top either necessarily i think that gelling time is going to take but i just trust that more over no bench no system billy donovan like I, i'll take the coach the system and the players in houston over okc every time this season yeah i don't know about it i agree with that and i feel kind of guilty putting them at the two spot i just have high hopes yeah no i i think there's going to be a lot of like Hoodie Mello, you know, Paul George contract year stuff where they're going to go off and then they're going to blow out teams and they're not going to need that, like, you know... A bench. A, a bench <laughs> at all, really. I think. It's good because they won't have it. I think as deep as you think Houston is, they've gutted their bench for a shot at Chris Paul working. Mm-hmm. They lost Patrick Beverly, which I believe was, like, the heart and soul of that team. Most More more important than Harden in a lot of ways. Okay. So I, you, think, so you, I think Chris Paul doesn't make up for that? Oh, oh, he he does. Okay. He makes up for it. So but the identity lost. is lost. So yeah, that's fair. The, the, on the, ball, off ball for Chris Paul as well. That's and fair. When has he not played on ball? Um, never. And then I would True. say um, they lost Sam Decker. They lost who was who was meaningful. They lost Patrick Beverly. They lost Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. And now they're only having they, they lost only, the not six man of the year, but they still kept the six man of the year. They kept Eric Gordon. Oh, and so they still they have Ryan Anderson coming off the bench too. Oh, and then now, and now he's going to make them a second seed. Okay, Ryan Anderson more than than Sam Decker. <laughs> Sam Decker wishes he was Ryan Anderson in ten years. But now you're grinding the team, the games out with those guys. 
grinding what out? So I, if you're saying, okay, so he's going to blow teams out, I'm going to do you one better and say Dan Tony, seven seconds or less are going to blow teams out. I'm going to shut down all episode, man. Like, <laughs> I love this idea of like flipping these two teams and back and forth because who knows really, but like, I'm with that. I guess I'm kind of banking on an MVP taking that similar step, maybe a, like a 90% step and deferring to okay. an all-star Olympian in Mello, an mm-hmm. all-star starter Olympian in Paul George. And we have not seen um, Mello or Harden and Chris Paul before, but we have seen um, like a Durant and Westbrook and a okay. Durant, Ibaka and Westbrook. And you know what? Mello could be okay. West Ibaka. He's probably going to be better than Ibaka. Okay. You could say in a lot of... So in a lot of ways, he's going to be better than Ibaka. So not defensively. Defense. <laughs> not defensively. And then, but you have Adams and Roberson, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then uh, Paul George, he's kind of like a, you know, jack of all trades Durant. He's not a Durant, mm-hmm. but he can do a lot Durant of things. Durant light. He's Durant light. <laughs> so how about this? He's a flashlight. Jimmy yeah. Butler is to Kawhi Leonard as Paul George is to Kevin Durant. I think that's fair. Yeah. Boom. And so and I think the ceilings for them is high. I think, ceiling, I think OKC is going to be really fun to watch again. Mm-hmm. I think... You know, if they made it to the two seed and we're just killing teams, again, that's so fun for the NBA. If all these new combos come together and prove themselves to work, yeah. if every new combo gels, yeah. that's really fun for the NBA. I, so my thing is, like, I just I just don't, don't see it. That. I, just, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see it happening. I mean, I, you know, I just side with MTG on, on the one fact of the Spurs' consistency over, over just the raw talent from OKC getting together. I, I think that... I think the Spurs, even with their age, like just have a way about playing, and they have consistently over the last twenty years. All so done, all he's done is prove themselves, like over and over again, when everybody doubted so, them and said that but, they can't do it. But yeah. but I'm saying this, I'm saying this truly. As I, I I'm getting to be a bigger OKC fan. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ex, I'm excited for their upside. I just don't yeah. know. I think two is a pretty aggressive ceiling. Yeah, it is definitely the ceiling, though. Like I'm seeing, I'm already seeing like marriage in in terms of like their first date, right? I don't think that they're gonna work out really well immediately. I'm mm-hmm. seeing, I'm seeing their ceiling, and mm-hmm. they're in the conference finals. I don't think they're gonna be in the finals. Okay, I'm how that's how kind of how I picture okay. the ranking. I don't see the Spurs in the finals. I don't see the Spurs in the conference finals, sure. and I knocked them down. Okay. And that's based on feel. It's based on intuition. It's based on the love for the game. It's based on what I'm seeing and the decrepit team that I'm seeing. Okay, right? Like really. Fine. Okay. Final thoughts. Final final thoughts on the West. Final thoughts on the West as we've now eclipsed our first hour of the prediction episode. Boom. The Embiid eclipse. <laughs> final th- final thoughts on the West. Any other? We didn't talk about Golden State at all. I would say, I would say any the, other the final thought is everything that we just said in this podcast thus far. Pretext. Mm-hmm. Golden State still going to win the title. Okay. I don't have anything else to say. I think okay. that's exactly what I was going to okay. say. I I think the injury factor is is kind of what we have to. <laughs> What what Agreed. what we Agreed. have to incorporate into this model because mm-hmm. all of this is very bold predictions. If if there are some key injuries here, this whole thing could shift around. Besides the very top, boom. So all right, let's all right, go in. We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back with our with our picks for the championships. Pick them, pick them. Okay, so we're we're gonna turn our attention from that, that 
lengthy uh, East-West breakdown into a championship predictions. We'll we'll start in the East. So you need to pick you need to pick your candidate for most likely to to win the East as well as your dark horse candidate to win the East. All right, I'll kick it off. Okay, I'm picking officially. This goes against my institutionalist background. I'm choosing the Boston Celtics to make the NBA Finals and win the East. Ooh. Now, by the definition of what a dark horse is, there is no dark horse team in the East. If it's not Boston, it's Cleveland. Right. And if anybody calls Cleveland a dark horse, they're killing you know, themselves. Exactly. So, to me, Boston will be in the Finals. This will be the year that finally a LeBron team does not make the Finals from the East. Ooh. I just haven't flipped on, and I. I got really nothing to say other than Cleveland will make the finals. My dark horse is Boston because Boston has so much overhaul in terms of their talent. Can they gel? Can Al Horford make an impact? Yeah, and we don't really don't know. We have kind of a, a runner, lot to see. It feels like a runner-up. <laughs> like Yeah, but it's also a dark horse to dethrone LeBron. Because okay. Kari, All right, fair, fair enough. Fair Kyrie enough. can really take it on himself and be like, all right, Boston is a competitive sports city. and. Because that's what he said. I have I have the Cavs as as likely to win here. And my dark horse, I went a little bit outlandish. I went with a true dark horse here. Nice. And went with the Wizards. Whoa. That's cool. I like it. So it, if they can gel, you know, and they showed some prowess last year in the playoffs. So if mm. they if they can push it forward, I don't know if they retained enough, but they are a dark horse. That's fair. Before um, I get crucified in the public circle uh, here, they are they are actually a dark horse. They are an actual dark by horse by the definition of dark horse. So what I love is in this conversation, you guys became the NBA institutionalists, and I, and I became the guy that was irrationally being like, yeah. "It would just be so great for the NBA if Boston made the finals." I just want to see it. That's a, yeah, that's, right. That's really funny. Because right. you went against the LeBron eight years. That's in a row. right. I, I should be totally going with Cleveland and LeBron. Okay, to the West. All right. Uh, obviously, Warriors going to the finals. Dark horse, dark horse is tough. If I'm actually going to have to pick a literal dark horse, then I think the Rockets are the only team that fit dark horse to okay. me in that sense. Um, yeah, but I don't see it. There's too much bias in this, and this is because it's fun to be a rose. Let's hear it. Fan. Let's hear it. Warriors come out of the West. Yes, the dark horse is the Wolves. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Spicy, spicy. Yeah. From 30 Sriracha wins Mayo. Jimmy get buckets. <laughs> to the but, NBA Finals. Your Minnesota Timberwolves. Who says that? Sriracha. Stacey <laughs> King, right? But what your, do they have? They had, oh, 70, right. yeah, they had right. 72 wins in, in your 1230 project. So. You've got to ride with that. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> Boom. Of course. Of course. They're going to make a 41-game leap. <laughs> They're going to add a Portland to their roster. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I'm going with the Warriors. My dark horse is OKC. Boom, boom. I like it. Um, I don't. I just Houston. Houston to me actually seems like like if we were to actually break this out, a runner up, a more likely candidate, like a more OKC. likely like runner. And up And I feel category. like for me, the Spurs feel like the runner up to me. Okay, again, I just feel like. And, and here's the thing: even the years where the Spurs didn't play in the conference finals, they felt like the runner up to me just because okay. they drew like a really hard opponent in the second round. Um, sure, but yeah, no, I feel you. I think we're all pretty aligned okay. on what's going to happen. To all right, to the championship. Who who wins this thing? Who's likely to win, and who's your who's your dark horse to win the whole thing? Uh, Warriors are going to win. They're probably going to win in five games. Dark horse, Boston. If there's an injury, um, Boston could take it. Boom. That's what I have, I have as well. Warriors in five. Boston is a dark horse. Ah. And I don't really like the lo- the roster strength of Boston, but I'm picking them as something that's just not the obvious. I think. Right. I I feel. Warriors and six. Warriors and six. I dark horse. All right. I don't know. I'll, I'll switch it up. 
Because that's that, that was that was lame. Hold on, my dark horse. Let this man get his dark horse in before you then my, you jump in with your dark. My horse. dark horse is OKC. Beautiful. Wow. Good for you. Okay, like in seven. Imagine OKC you, winning man. it without KD. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be insane. Good for you, man. Everybody would lose their shit. That'd be so. Fun. I saw this on a prediction. It was like I don't know if it was. It, I don't think it was SI, but it was something like some institutional prediction thing. Yeah. And I was like, what? That didn't make a whole lot of sense. But I don't know. Maybe it was like the day after Paul George signed. Everybody got way too hyped. Mm-hmm. Could have been. All right, who's your revised dark horse? It wasn't going to be okay. Okay, so. Oh, uh, tr- he was trying to steal your thunder. That's what I was trying to get it. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh, oh. God. What terrible pun segment are we entering it. right now? It's <sighs> great. Um, okay, real quick. Uh, you can edit this, obviously. How do we want to do our picks for end of the year? Do we want to go just like MVP, we all say it and talk yeah. about it? Or do we want to go all the way down our list and then just talk about all the awards at once? Let's talk about all the awards. Let's, so Let's talk about all the awards. So, each, so we'll MVP, MVP, rookie, coach, most improved, defense, six man. Yeah, in so, that order. That's what I'm saying. So we all give reverse. we all give all of our answers for that, and yeah. then we just talk about everything yeah. in a jumble. Yeah, or, let's okay. talk about okay, everything okay. in a jumble. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'll start this one out. Go I'll for start. It. So starting with MVP, LeBron James, Rookie of the Year, Ben Simmons, Coach of the Year, Brad Stevens, Jokic is Most Improved Defensive Player. I'm going with Kawhi and Sixth Man Lou Williams. Who'd you say for MVP? Um, LeBron. 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 Okay. Cool. You gonna go up next, Guy? Uh, MVP is Kevin Durant. Uh, Rookie of the year, I have Ben Simmons. Uh, Coach of the year, Brad Stevens. Most improved, I have D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Defensive player of the year is Draymond Green. Sixth man of the year is Eric Gordon. Boom. Okay. All right, here we go. MVP, Kawhi Leonard. All right. Defensive player of the year, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> You are just all in on infrastructure. <laughs> Mop slurper. Most improved. Cool. Nurkic. Uh, <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. If that dude goes off. The, all right. So we'll talk about it. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the year. Donovan Mitchell. Utah Jazz. Nice. If the Jazz uh, if the Jazz make the eight seed. He's yeah. got to be. He's got yeah. yep. to be. Uh, rookie of the year. Six man. Here we go. Got it for, for that ass. J.R. Smith. Yep. Oh. Six man of the year. I, I actually, I knew that was going to happen. And coach Brad Stevens. Yeah, okay. he, I think he, we are unanimous. Okay, we, we are we unanimous are. In, right. in Brad Stevens. So we'll start there. We'll start with the coach. Um, obviously, if he gets Boston the one seed, if all these guys gel, yeah. everything, he's, yeah, it's guaranteed. It's, he's been dark horse uh, candidate for a few years running now right. with that roster, and so now he's got an actual roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're all we're on the same page yep. about that. Popovich wins if they're a two seed, guaranteed. Yes. Boom. Okay, I'm with that. I can, I can, I can rock with that. Six man. So you said Eric Gordon. You said Lou Williams. Lou Will, and I said J.R. Smith. So you think Lou Will is going to get the award that he kind of deserved last season before getting traded? Yeah, I definitely think so. You think Houston's just going to have so much firepower that they're going to rely on Eric Gordon? That Eric Gordon's going to need some be some firepower. And I just think that Dwayne Wade is going to be injured, so there's going to be a lot of games where J.R. plays in the starting lineup and yeah. gets dope stats, but then he'll still qualify for the six man because Dwayne Wade will be playing enough games that he'll come off the bench enough times. So I just think J.R. will have the best stats and be on the most high-profile team to win the six-man. Yeah, I really like that. All right. Uh, okay, so we went coach. We went six-man. Six. Let's go defensive player. I think it's got to be Kawhi. I think he could have won the third straight last year, and it was just kind of a matter of taste with the voters, and mm-hmm. they gave it to Draymond. And so I think I doubt Draymond's going to win it two years in a row again with, with so, the Warriors doing what they do yeah. every season like this. It's hard to pick out any one player. Same with giving the MVP to anybody from Golden State. There's just too many good pieces yeah. that all cancel each other out in terms of voting. Can, can I, so I just think Kawhi's got it. Can I tell you the, the defensive player is my least favorite like award of the institutional There's award. so much subjectivity yeah. to it. Like, well, there's, there's a lot. There's subjectivity, but it's 
it's been a common set of people actually winning this award. So yeah. whether it's Gobert, Kawhi, or or Draymond, Draymond. like those have been the candidates. For and the they're last probably the candidates again. Years. I went yeah. I went with Kawhi. If he's in his peak form, like he is. That's what I'm saying. And he's going to have to be for 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 them not to be a five seed like you're talking about. Yeah. He's going to have to play at an extreme level. And so I just think that means he'll be. He has to set the tone for that defense, right? If Rudy Gay is going to come in and play up to his, you know up to whatever his potential is, Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge, these guys, he's going to have to be that anchor. And I just mm-hmm. see I just see him doing that in that. Defense. Defensive player of the year. So what's the what's the argument for Draymond? Is this people are just like back to back, Golden State's killing it, they win 70 games. It's just like Draymond. I think the main reason why they stay competitive, um, besides their three point shooting, is the fact that Draymond can play center and they forced all teams to change their philosophy. It's true. That's not a game being played. That is literally their game is being played for them. They 100%. don't have a Rudy Gay to compete against uh Draymond Green. They have to go small, they gotta go Derek Favors, they gotta go Joe Ingles at the five. Yeah. You got you have to do it, and I think that is so much more valuable than seeing a block here and there or a steal here or there. But Kawhi gets it if they're a two seed. Yeah, they have they have to give it to him because I think all I like the whole reason why San Antonio is successful is going to be on Kawhi. Got to be. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of the East candidates, like I don't see LeBron in the conversation. Nope. I don't see like Al Horford or anyone in the conversation. No. Nah. Nobody out East is playing no, defense. No, yeah. no. <laughs> and you know Hassan Whiteside or Joel Embiid. You know, yeah. I like the maybe. fact that it used yeah. to go to big, big dudes. Yeah. I always love big dudes. You know, getting awards. Yeah, because they're always unsung heroes in the teams. Imagine if. And so my dark horse would have been Rudy Gay or oh, okay. uh, Rudy Gobert. That's funny. Yeah, I know. Wow. My my dark horse is if he decided that he wanted to play defense, he would shut down the entire league. Giannis. <laughs> yes. Giannis is my dark horse. There you go. That's for, for that's, a defensive player. That's what I'm saying. Like if he yes. decided if he got into the MVP conversation because his defense went through the roof. Yep. And just imagine that dude playing yep. lockdown defense like Kawhi. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 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 so, so let's let's revisit. As long as we're just gonna bring him up. Yeah. Let's talk dark horses for coach as well. Um I didn't have any dark horses um for just about anything. TBH. Uh, dark horse for coach would be Thibodeau, or I, be... I, I had Thibodeau as well. If he can, mm. if if he can truly make that leap, if he can truly make that leap and, and if, cement, if they're a six seed, I feel like he's in the conversation. If he makes the four seed, like you said, he's getting he's executive of the year and coach of the year at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how about six man dark horse? Did you have well? I think six man is such uh, that's my least favorite of all the okay. categories is because sure. I just think it's so subjective like and usually it's just the dude who scores the most points all the time. Yeah. I, I put that. Patty Mills on that, in that. Hey, that's arena. pretty good. I like that. Okay, uh, he's a starter though. Let's. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> most improved. Um, go ahead, start it off. Uh, so Jokic. Joke who you have? You have uh, Nikola Jokic. Jokic. I had uh, D'Angelo Russell, and I had Nurkic. Nurkic for most improved. Nurkic. Um, and every itch. Yeah, that's right. This is this is the itch. So you just think Russell is going to show his two C or his number two draft pick stock. He's going to show that in Brooklyn. They're going to make the eight seed. If they make the eight seed, he does have to win Most Improved. Period. You know. I know. Riding on some of my thoughts, my predictions, my early game oh. ideas. I think D'Angelo Russell is a much better player than people put him out as, and I think he has that's a lot fair. to prove. Yeah, and I think he's going to meet a bar, not the bar, a bar below. And I think you mean the old man's lounge. I, I think he's <laughs> going to not frequent the old man's lounge at all. I also think contract year is coming up for him, and I think what this is his third year, first year without Lakers, um, Kobe, um, ball hype. You know, like he's not in that system. He's in a new genre, a new realm, starting anew, and I think it's going to bode so well for him. 
Fair. The and, team is now riding on him. And I think a lot of the same same reasons are why I think Nurkic will, because that dude has shown that he has an attitude, like a vendetta. He's out. Every time he plays Denver, he tries to just murder them, and he did last year. Um, he's in a contract year, right? If this dude puts up, like, yo, are you flipping pages on the mic? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. We couldn't hear it or nothing. Um, but my thing is... 20 if, points he's in. If, if he gets 22 points a game and to call it eight or nine rebounds, right? Basically, if he puts... It's an all-star. If he puts up, That's what I'm saying. He's going to be an all-star. If he's an all-star and he's putting up LaMarcus Aldridge in Portland numbers, in Portland, that's that great. dude that's is crazy. getting most improved player. And no one would have seen that coming. Like, that's what they I'm would saying. have seen like 15 and 8, you know, 16 yeah. and... Three or sixteen and eight, uh, seven and seven or something. So like think that. about it, if you get twenty from your big three in Portland every game, that's that's major. Anyway, so that's that's, that's why I think he's going to be most improved. It's just because like you'll see him make the All Star game in in a way that he'll be in the conversation for these things that way nobody sees coming. And everybody, every, no one pays attention to Portland anyways until it comes playoff time. Anyways, everybody just kind of forgets they exist. So if he pops onto the national radar by making an All Star team, that to me is enough to get him most improved. But does Damian also then get on the playoff roster? <laughs> how, how crazy would it be if he, Nurkic, Nurkic got on there? But, but Dame might just like go ballistic on somebody. He might volume just. two. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name Snubbed, of his record again? What was the name of his record this year? Um, confirmed. So he would be unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. <laughs> Man, I love Dame. So I hope yeah. they both. I hope he gets two representatives in all star games this year. But obviously, okay. Um, MVP. No rookie of the year. You want to go MVP? Let's go rookie. Rookie. First. Rookie. I think this is one of the my favorite. Uh, awards actually yeah yeah i hate that it usually goes to the one who scores the most points and i was so elated when i saw a malcolm brogdon win malcolm brogdon earned the starting point the starting point guard position held that team down held that team down there we was go. a <laughs> steady the ship was a reason why they were so good boom and i, I can and agree I loved with that. it but he wasn't a bad team score 20 points dario Saric. and so you both sure. said uh simmons, ben, ben simmons yeah. but i said simmons because i think philadelphia could look at a playoff seed and if they're a playoff seed, who are it's they true. relying on? Yeah, they Ben have Simmons to, they, going for 10, 10, and 10. Yes. Like, that's going to probably happen. Yeah. that I mean, I would love it if Ben Simmons did. I, you know, obviously he's incredible to watch play. He's, his court vision is like, he, he's fun to watch. He's In fun the same way watch. that Lonzo is fun to watch, he's fun to watch. And so, mm-hmm. of the two players, I just think his body is built more right. He's he's had that uh, year behind year, the yeah. seams mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah, exactly. So, I think he has an edge over Lonzo in that category. Yeah. My thing is just like, if things go south for Philadelphia, obviously he's immediately just like, they're going to rest him, right? They're yeah. going to suddenly say, give him some fake injury and he's going to be out all season that. so they can tank again. That's the thing. If, if Embiid can't stay on the court, right? And Fultz is hurt, as he's already shown that he's hurt, right? And so all of a sudden, if they're just like, well, we just have Simmons yeah. and that's it, we're going to say this guy has an injury for and we're sure. going to tank again. For so sure. to me, there's just a rely lie high probability that he won't be playing a ton of games either so my thing is just like all of a sudden okay so now you go to the actual rookies this year who's on the right team whose team's gonna win a little bit who's also in philadelphia markel fultz and he's gonna be injured and there's no way yeah lonzo his team's not gonna be very good even if he plays well so he's he could vault simmons in that way but to me donovan mitchell's gonna be on a team that's uh on the border of the playoffs he's already shown that he can be great to me it was being him and uh dennis smith jr but dallas is not gonna be any good so um i just so but dallas isn't gonna be any good but does that open up a spot isn't Dennis Smith actually starting for Dallas? Dallas Smith, Dennis it, Smith is 100%. Dallas Smith right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he is, is Dallas 100%. right now. Yeah. No. Wiggins won. Cat won. There's, those teams were trash. Yeah. So a, a trash your, team can your win. Your point is 100% right. Yeah. And a lot of rookies from trash teams do. And I think that offer that bodes well for him. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think if it's between him and Mitchell and Mitchell's team makes the playoffs, yeah. Mitchell's going to get it. That's yeah. fair. Same uh, way, same way Brogdon got it last year. Yeah, that's fair. Exactly. That's definitely fair. Um, my dark horse is Malik Monk out of Charlotte. Ooh. I think Super dark. I think they need to start over. 
And I think Monk is going to be a franchise-changing player. And I think just from the amount of games I watch in Kentucky, which don't mean much, but just the amount of just his shot, I think, mm-hmm. can transform that team from what it is, which is basically Kemba-led, which has been nothing, mm-hmm. to something. And I really appreciate the reach for him as well as the idea that he could be an off-ball, on-ball point guard. And I like that. Uh, scoring guard, rather. Um, I love Mitchell so so much that I would love to put him in the conversation. Um, but that would mean Utah would have to put him in a starting role. I really feel like for him to win, he would have to be a starter in that. Okay. Probably usurped uh, Rubio. Uh, and that would be wild. So I think Dennis Smith Jr. is the, the dark horse on my side. Yeah. Okay. And the big, the big one. Let's move to it. MVP. That's what I said. I said Spurs are going to be number two. I said Spurs are going to maintain spot. Infrastructure is going to be there. Yeah. We're going to see Kawhi in a LeBron James type of role in LeBron James type of year. He mm-hmm. is young LeBron at this point. He can do it all on both sides of the court and then some. So in order for, He's again, right for me for me yeah. to stick to my guns and be like San Antonio's here, I just think Kawhi, MVP, this is the year that it happens. Okay. God, I would love for that to happen. I love Kawhi and I love the Spurs what they mean to the NBA. Yes. And I would love to see them represented in awards that they some oftentimes don't get and they don't get the notoriety. They get the coach of the year crap. You know, like they don't need that. Um, I pick Kevin Durant. And it's because how? I just can't yeah, how, right? I just think that Curry can't win again ever. Because He's, Kevin Durant is on the team. Yeah. And I, don't, and I think and I, that, I think that goes the other way too though. Fair. Yeah. I also think I'm betting on myself in my predictions that Kawhi doesn't make that second seed leap because then it would 100% un- you know unanimously go to Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So they're the fifth seed. He's out of the running. Um, he's also starting the season out. So just put that for what it is. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think LeBron is going to coast the season. I think you yeah. know Kyrie has a chance of making a, 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 an MVP-like run. But like I don't... S- I, I'm not going to bet on that. That's, what, that, that's, yeah. too, that's too far a, a novelty leap even for you yeah. to be like, Kyrie's going to move to a new team and yeah. win MVP. But <laughs> I, I agree with that. Is that like, when I was thinking about who were the candidates this season, Kyrie came up in my mind and I immediately no. dismissed it as just yeah. like, there's no way he's going to be able to do it. But yeah. who'd you have? I, I put LeBron. LeBron. I, I put LeBron. I, I actually disagree with the coasting. Uh, I think the coasting may come in at some point, but I think especially as Thomas is out in the beginning, he's going to have to lead that team and he's going to... He's definitely going going to show that he has something to prove, especially against what happened with Kyrie. So I love that, and I also think people on your are on your side. This is one of the last years that I think LeBron can run for MVP. Don't yeah. you think? I think it's one of the last. I, years. I, I think so. I, yeah. I think there's going to so be a major retooling there. Yeah. So, um, I, I, and I wouldn't mind that to happen. Like you know, I wouldn't mind that at all. But back to my back to my earlier comment, I also think that John Wall could potentially be in this conversation if he shows. If he shows the prowess that he did last season in the playoffs, That's, but he he has to show it consistently all season long. He is a very big dark horse for me. Um, he is not in probably top three or four, but so we all are in agreement kind of branch that Westbrook out. won't repeat. No, 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 I don't think him or no. Harden will be in the conversation no, based on who their teammates are this year. Yeah. And to me, that's why Durant and Chris Chris Paul isn't going to make it this year. Yeah, Gee, never. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad that didn't happen, man. So, That's so funny. Th- there's been a, a little bit of other conversation around Greek Freak 
potentially being considered in that well i think everybody just everybody's waiting for when he's in that conversation yes it's coming a little bit early to me this is very to me this is the identical conversation of everybody talking about minnesota last year yeah everyone was just they knew they were going to be 50 wins at some point and everybody jumped the gun too early this is still that that time for okay for a greek freak now he he would be my dark horse pick right if he like i said if he made the leap on defense he could be in that conversation sure but to me it's not LeBron because I do actually think he's going to... You're right. Early in the season, he's going to have to play strong to keep them in contention. Yeah. But I don't know if they need or want to be in contention. If they make the... If they're the four that's, seed... That's probably fair. It, you know, as, as long as they don't line up with Boston around one. So if they're like four or five... You know, if they're five seed or the three seed or the two seed, it's, it's the same as being, you know... That's fine. ...where they want to be. Yeah. So to me, I think LeBron's not going to have it. KD and Steph are going to cancel votes out. Um, nobody in Houston, they're going to cancel votes out. OKC, if they do really well, they're going to cancel votes out. Boston, um, we don't. We all agree that Kyrie is not going to quite have enough no. to do it. No. They're not going to give it to him. So that leaves who in the top four of either conference that's going to get it? Kawhi. So it, MVP was my least favorite award to pick this year because I was just like, can we yeah. just throw out MVP? Like, no, I don't, I don't feel great about anyone getting it because there's so much volatility at the top of the league this year. Yeah. And the teams who are stable, like the Warriors. They have so many MVP-like candidates. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, when I just started like Xing everyone off the board, was great. Kawhi was the only one left. That's a great That's system. A, sure. All right. So let's move on from the traditional awards to we got to start throwing around some money for the coming season here. Boom. So... I think we had some awards. We'll get into our bold predictions in another episode. But the some some other awards that we want to bet on. So I think I wanted to start out with a bet right. on the player that runs the most miles. <laughs> wow! All season long. Wow! All season long. Okay, I'll go with. This is easy. Okay, what is it? No, no, I'm going last. I was researching this one, so I th- I think I have it. Yeah, you you cheated. We know. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, it's fine. I'm going to Zach Levine. Hi. I'm going with uh, Kyrie Irving. I'm going JJ Reddick. Oh, great answer. It's the only answer. <laughs> That's a great answer. He gets the Rip Hamilton Award yeah. for running off the most screens all year. I love that fucking reference. He's going to be hustling so hard because he needs to teach these du- these young dudes how to hustle, you know, not just how to be stars, how to actually be NBA professionals. He's going to be running his ass off, yeah. doing little things. He, that looks great. Uh, that's a great pick. Zach Levine's out till January, so now you're betting Fuck. from January <laughs> till April. Nope, nope. I'm not yeah. betting Zach Levine. I thought somebody did research. CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. <laughs> How much money did you want to put on that? None. On that, that None. Yes, we thought. Are we? Hey, Key, are we editing pass. this entire We're gonna track. Out? We're gonna <laughs> track the miles length. Hard pass. Yeah. All right, here we go. I want bet on this one. All right. How much do we want to put on this one before you even hear the question? What's the? What's the, What's our? I have no bet? idea. Just for a season, a whole entire season. Bet fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. I'm I'm down. Are you down for that? Bucks. <laughs> Ooh, a dollar for every game. Game dollar. Fine, eighty-two dollars. <laughs> now, this is a this is a bit subjective, so we're gonna have to agree on what this means. Oh, first and great! Foremost. That that'll yeah, that'll be easy, yeah. easily solved against this war tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> so this the pool of players this applies to is people who will get an obvious injury. Oh. So this is like you can't. This is not dark horse. Just like somebody who's uh, stays healthy all the time and then happens to get an injury. This is like this person is usually perpetually injury or has an injury history. That's yes. the pool of players we're choosing okay. from here. Okay. Okay. Who's the first player to have their obvious injury happen to them this season? Oh, so potential man. potential things are like Embiid, right? Somebody like that. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. These types. Of, so who's the first person to have their obvious injury? Right. If Steph goes out with ankles, that doesn't count to me. Doesn't count. Stuff like that. Players who are already injured also don't count, Yeah, obviously. So who's the first player to have their obvious injury happen to them for $82? Derek Rose. Money on Derek the line. Derek Rose. Money on the line. Who you got? 
Anthony Davis. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. That's cold blooded, but that's probably going to happen. And he, that, he takes, that takes the Pelicans straight out of the playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's so great. mine comes from the same team as Gee, but I'm going with one D Wade. Oh, okay. Obvious. So D Wade, D Rose, A D. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Beautiful. All right. What's, what's Gee's? What's your. Uh, what's your my hot your my hot award. award yeah the nba careless award mm. who's oh. going to be the most careless on the nba court who's going to average the most, most turnovers? turnovers okay so this is most turnovers in the whole league oh, this is easy oh it's easy hold on let me, let me think real quick you have to go last you said it was easy Love. all right i got it i got who i'm gonna say okay yep. ben simmons that was my take <laughs> that was mine so i gotta go with my one b and that would be James Harden. Ooh, I'm going James Harden as well. Whoa! I was thought you guys would go with the I was actual. Go with ben Simmons. Well, the actual one B, one Lonzo B Ball. Oh god, that's an awesome. That's an awesome choice for most turnovers this yeah, season. Yeah. yeah, it is. And there was no money in that. So I, yeah, I, you all got lucky. I, I got yeah, got real <laughs> real lucky. Um, okay, I want to do. I want to do one other thing that we did not prepare for, and I want to talk about just limits. Limits in terms of stats. So last year we had a seventy point game from Devin Booker. We had, I don't know what, twenty five rebounds from a couple of guys. Yeah. Let's let's throw the numbers. Let's set the bar preseason. There will be a player this season who has a twenty seven assist game. Whoa! Oh. Can you name that player? I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Can we name candidates? Yeah, I think candidates are up there. Are Jokic. Ben Simmons, wow, Lonzo wow, Ball, wow. Chris Paul, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, um, twenty-seven. Yeah, even Kyrie. Yeah, I think could do it. Wow, could get that many. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. Kyrie cannot do it. That man is <laughs> like not a Rub- Rubio or Milos. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of players that all of a sudden. I love the Jokic, and pick. we're all we're all shooting threes too, and we're all yeah. averaging however many possessions and shots a game. Yeah. So it's just like I just think. Okay. I think this last of these. 27 assists. How many points? Do we have an 80-point game this season? We do no. not have an 80-point game. We don't have a 70-point game. I don't think we have season. a... S- I don't think we have we'll, a 60-point. I will say we will have one 60-point game. Okay. And it's going to be actually like uh, an unsung player like uh, Brandon Jennings or a Corey Brewer type, you know, 51, 55-point player. How about this? I don't even think we have a 55-point game this season. Yikes. I go a 65-point game. All right. So I go, thing. I go 60, though. In the age of a super team... Yeah, there's no more players there's no standing I know. I know. by themselves it, on a shitty team shooting threes and taking the ball. Like Anthony Davis would be the type, but then even he even has Demarcus Cousins, right? Who's the solo player on his own team that's just going to jack it up like a Booker did last season? Who's going to do that? There's nobody that's just by themselves. Anymore. Probably Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, Devin Booker with the re up. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's points, assists, boards. With you. Mm. <laughs> Boards. You had someone betting. You got. You had like someone getting thirty. Thirty, <laughs> 30 boards. Thirty boards. Holy hell! Who's 30, that? I'll go with White's. White side. That was your last year's pick. Drummond. Uh, Gobert. Dwight Howard. No. <laughs> Never Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How about steals? Oh. We'll go with Kawhi. We'll we'll go with Paul George. Fuck that. Yeah, see, you you just you're all down on Kawhi now. Kawhi's gonna get nine steals in a game this yeah. year. Actually, no, he's gonna get eight because it's gonna look like an octopus. Come on, <laughs> eight eight steals. Draymond had ten steals last year. 
and it's not going to happen again. Yeah. Does someone get a quadruple double this year? A quadruple without points? I don't think there's going to be a quadruple double. Yeah. Um, what else? What are the other? So eight steals is going to be the high yeah. for steals. Yeah. I don't think anybody gets double digit steals. Yeah, that's eight steals is probably fair. Yeah. Thirty boards though. <laughs> that's so wild, man. I love that you just you literally ripped it from last year's prediction. You had Drummond or Whiteside going with thirty boards. Thirty boards. I said it here first. I'm riding the line. Five and out. <laughs> well, hey, man. I'm not necessarily out of energy, but like, what are some last second thoughts? This this season's gonna be last fucking- second thoughts. The twelve thirty project is going to completely exhaust me all season long. We predicted all games. Gian and I sat down. We predicted straight for three hours yesterday, and then predicted again for another half hour today. That's three and a half hours of just predicting who is going to win. Also, who are you th- there are teams that maybe disproportionately disfavored uh, against our our uh, drunken picking. I believe Atlanta has six total wins next season. From <laughs> so, so may have to clean that up over the next day or two. Um, but, hey, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm excited for the NBA season. We're going to kick it off Tuesday night Boom. and just ride into the NBA season. Uh, there are weeks. Let, let's just Let's just talk about this. You want to watch games now and you want to watch games up through Christmas? You need to take February off because we've we've looked <laughs> we went at, through it. We've looked at the NBA schedule for February and it is awful. It's just terrible, huh? There are it's there so are horrible bad. matchups. There are a lot of like very very low conference games. Mm. No, there's a couple games leading up to the All Star game. There's a couple games like late February that are okay. Do not watch February. Uh, but the op- some of the opening games and the Christmas Day games are amazing this year. So, yeah. and the weekend of January twentieth, some mm. huge, huge games. Weekend to remember. So we'll we'll be back with our uh, you know kind of in game predictions and stats scores the whole nine yards. And and we are launching ridingthepine.com here shortly with more content. Boom boom. That's it, ladies we'll, and gentlemen. We're done. We out. Dropping the mic. Blanche. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Riding the Pine, now on Almighty Baller Radio. Riding the Pine! Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Do not tap glass. Break glass in case a podcast emerges. Riding the Pine, brought to you by God Shamwell. Brought, brought to you by Hondo, a.k.a. Brett Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding underscore the Pine. It's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. 
I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.